Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Medical Sales Unfiltered. We apologize for the people that were listening live and some of the technical issues that we ran into. That was our first time going live through this platform. So hopefully if anybody tunes in again, next monday we have those rectified but regardless it was a fun experience we were able to just kind of dive in start answering the questions that we were getting asked in the chat and hopefully you guys tune in next time and put some more questions in because that was a lot of fun just kind of going through and answering those questions and getting both Jacob's feedback and my own, but in today's episode, what you guys will be listening to is the responses of how he and I would kind of compete against one another when it comes to the interview process. He's a young 27-year-old guy, only has a dog, has roommates to help take care of that dog, so really no responsibilities when it comes to competing against somebody like me, two kids, a wife, multiple dogs, lots of responsibilities. So how would we handle that in that interview process? So there were some good tokens to take away from that. And then as well, we got some questions based around ASRs and how we use them in the territory, how the hospitals looked at us as reps. Did they like us being there? Uh, What was that experience like? And a few more questions. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Make sure to like, subscribe, do all those things to help push the platform and grow the audience, as well as leave your comments. Those comments really help us when it comes to answering the types of questions that you guys want answers to. And that's what we love doing. So make sure that you guys tune in next Monday for the live session. If you can, if not catch it here, we appreciate you all. And again, welcome back to medical sales unfiltered. All right, so regardless, let's just shoot the shit then, because this was this was a, a wild fucking start. But um, <laughs> hey, so, I, got, so I got some stuff for you today. Man. <laughs> but let's let's at least give the people a little bit of uh, you know an intro in the sense of when it comes to to competing, right? So obviously, yep. everybody that's watching right now uh, or listening, I have a family. Uh, I'm 33 married and got two kids one of them just turned eight months old and i got a uh, that's a boy and then a four-year-old daughter so i am engrossed into that family life right jacob on the other hand give us a little bit about your background yeah so no i'm 27 i'm single uh live here in scottsdale with some buddies and you know that when we're talking about this is like the reason i always told people like pierre is like he was my favorite person to go up against not because of like the sales experience but because i'm like He's got a family. He's got responsibility, um, especially like when he says he has an eight-month-old. And that's what I just tell people is like, you know, me being 27 single, nothing holding me back. I have my dog who's passed out on the on the bed, but like I have roommates to watch him. I can be anywhere at any time, no matter what. Um, and so what I just tell everybody is you got to be able to tell your story, but knowing who you're up against can be very helpful because like for me, I, I'm multiple states. So like when we talk about like here, like, hey, what happens if you get a call at 5 p.m. and there's a case the next day at 9 a.m.? Can you fly like to – and I've done this. That's happened to me. And I was on a flight at 9.30 at night getting in at 11, just falling asleep, waking up and going to the case. Like that's harder for someone with like a family and who has a kid, and especially like an eight-month-old, to have that talk with the wife. So, you know, someone who's young and single and like hungry and all that, it – even though I might not have as much sales experience as somebody else that I could be going up against, there's certain things that, you know, I just got to t- 
touch on that. Be like, hey, this is why I could be the better candidate for this position. And that's why every time when somebody reaches out to me too, I try to figure out what their life is like. Because if they just have a girlfriend, a wife, like you can make this this lifestyle easy. working Super in easy. device or trauma work. But yeah. w- when you start throwing kids into the mix, like you are going to be hard pressed to be the person that's dropping off or picking up because cases start at seven. So unless there's like a super early drop off, which would totally suck for your kid. um, I mean, having a family and device, at least like, like ortho device or uh, very, very operating room heavy device, because you could do capital sales with device as uh, disposables and get by with a family um, because you're not going to have as many cases that you truly have to go be a part of. But And and I will say that depending on capital, what you're selling, for, for example, I just say that because my buddy was in uh, before he got with Stryker and he was like, I traveled three weeks out of the month. You know what I mean? So like each, because they're going, trying to sell a million dollar product. Well, you got to go through the whole United States for that um, compared to, you know, a couple states. Yeah. So like also depending on your territory size about how much you're going to travel and everything. So I would say when you're, if you're a family person, you really got to think about what it is that you're wanting to get out of this. Because um, if it's going to double your salary, then I mean, I guess that's going to be a bigger conversation that you can have with your significant other. Like, hey, I'm going to bring in double the bread. Maybe that means that that person doesn't have to work anymore. Um, In my case, living in Austin, Texas, doubling my bread didn't do anything. Wife still had to work. So, yeah. Well, uh, and the thing, even with that, is too, is like you could double your bread and, like, you know, maybe she doesn't have to work, but you're probably going to be getting a nanny or you're probably going to be getting somebody to help out, you know, especially if you're, if you have multiple kids and you're not able to be there, you know. So, that's just always something I, to think about. Again, I'm not, I'm not at that stage of life. I don't have it, but there's something, you know, I talk to other reps who do. And, you know, even if they have a family, it's like, hey, you know, if you have two or three kids, And it's just your wife. And if they don't have family around to help with grandma and grandpa, you know, you have to have those other support systems sometimes. Definitely. So, so tell me, tell me about, uh, what's going on today? Yeah. So (laughs) so we we talked today. So, uh, you know, like today was president's day. So a lot of people had the day off. I know, I know a lot of people probably in pharma had the day off. Um, so you, you didn't have the day off. (laughs) <laughs> but here in med device sales, we were rocking and rolling today. Um, but the reason we just say this is this is literally this topic that I'm going to go over is why we're doing this. Um, today, I got kicked out of one of my accounts. And when I say kicked out, I mean, they're in New Mexico. I had a phone call and they're like, don't come back. We're not going to use you anymore. Um, and so that's just a day in the life of a medical device sales rep. And so how this is going off is um, so this is a this is an account for me. Uh, that has done really well and but they've been having some problems I got calls from other people in the world of it and they're like hey we need some help and so um, I I had a direct call with uh, the OR director and just had a chat with them and was like hey you know I've heard there's been a couple complaints but nobody's let me know besides this one person and they're doing it after the case you know and they're like well can you just come do an in-service and I was like yeah 100% I can do an in-service but I've already done an in-service. I already have my equipment all labeled for your staff to know how to do it. And then I was like, and, and third of all, I have my number on there. So I've told everybody that I've been there, please FaceTime me, call me, and I can be a resource at any moment for all of you. 
And I was like, but that's never happened. And then I'm hearing that doctors are frustrated, that there's stuff going wrong. And the person that had reached out to me told me that the OR director was the reason he was reaching out to me. Well, then she was like, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. Um, and then she made the comment. She's like, I don't like your tone of voice you're using with me. And she's like, because of that, she was like, because of your tone of voice, um, we're fine. We'll just look it up on YouTube and really just don't worry about it. Like, we don't need you here anymore. Don't come back. Did um, you tell her to off. find you on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't mention that. I made the comment of like, I made the comment of like, hey, we can get a video to go. Cause I was like, I can come and do an in-service, but otherwise I'm going to be doing an in-service every two to three months. Um, and it's like this, but the staff still not calling me or FaceTiming me, but they're going to this, the, it was actually the materials manager and telling them about it. And then the materials manager is calling me and I'm like, well, my number's on the machine. Why aren't they just calling me? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I think it's just a trust thing. And I'm like, well, my job is to be a resource and to help you guys. And so that basically just didn't happen and literally had to talk and it's one of my good accounts, but yeah, they were like, don't come back. So now the next week for me will be calling, checking in with my doctors, making sure we're good with the doctors, having the doctors do stuff. I'll have to fly out there and make sure that we get a lunch and talk with the doctors, make sure we're good with them. And then over, go over to the hospital and see if we can patch things up. Hey, sorry, things last week. Can I do an in-service and just see if it works out? And it might not um, because I'm, that's the thing that can be frustrating is even though like my, I, I said on the phone, my job is to be a resource and be helpful. Um, but when I am calling out and saying, Hey, I'm getting told about this, 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 but nobody's ever, I never know about surgeries. No one's, no surgery schedulers ever calling me. No, nobody's letting me know. I'm finding out about these problems after the cases. Like, can someone communicate with me? And when that reflects on somebody else, they don't want to hear that. And if, again, if I'm talking like I am, cause I'm just a passionate person, but I was talking like this. Um, but to them, that was too aggressive for them. Um, and they did not like that. So because of that. So I think I slightly lost you a little bit, but you're you're coming back into it. But I, I did. What was that? Oh, go ahead. I think we just have a little bit of a lag. Yeah, so I was going to say, dude, I mean, I've definitely been in that boat when it came to device and uh, God forbid, you know, you have any kind of other social life after hours and somebody needs something from you. And again, that's, you know, that's the life that you're signing up for when you're getting into any kind of ortho. Uh, and I say ortho because that's definitely what I was in, obviously. So I, I worked uh fourth of july i worked memorial weekend labor day so and and typically you'd think oh i'm not gonna have a case and every time you think that you definitely get a case added on to your to your set and me being the new person i was the one that had to pick up those cases so if you're going to be the new person you're probably going to be the one picking up those cases but it was funny because when we talked earlier today um i was telling you that i, I have today off and uh, so d definitely didn't do any work, uh, besides actually updating my resume because, um, I'm looking into getting into marketing. So that, that's all I really focused on today. And then on top of that, I don't think I got COVID. Uh, I am a little bit sick, so I'm taking the rest of the week off just because I can. Uh, we had a kid back in June and my company gives me 
it's either 13 or 14 weeks of paternity and I can use it however I want within the one year of the, of that boy being born. That's amazing. Yeah. So like, that's the other beauty of being one in pharma in my space, biopharma, like I can take off and not worry about upsetting one of my doctors because I didn't make it to their case. And I don't have to worry about somebody trying to come and poach my cases, you know, and don't have to have an associate go and cover something for me. Yeah. And I'm facing that all the time right now. That's the talk I just had with my teammate is, you know, my competition, we have two people covering three States. They have six people just here in Phoenix. Um, You know, so like they're able to be way over where they want to, even where this place is across the state borders, they have people there on the ground. Um, And so they just got a new rep. So they're getting more pressure from them. It sounds like the hospital is liking that new rep and they're already trying to purchase a new system. And so then again, it's more of me playing defense. I'm still having to make sure my doctors, my surgery schedule are out there actually just left. Now I'm trying to get in contact with somebody out there to do these lunches and and make sure my doctors are still using me. Uh, And so again, there's, there's all that. And then just to your point this weekend, so I'm in minimally invasive surgeries Monday through Friday, normally seven to five is usually right. But I have as I've had surgeries go at nine o'clock before eight o'clock, you know, and I've had a couple weekend cases. And even this week, you know, I had a lot going on and then I'm with my mom who traveled here from Iowa. We went hiking on Saturday and I get a call at two o'clock and they're like, we have an emergency case. You need to be here in two hours. And I'm like, well, it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm two hours away and we're like, we're hiking and I'm with my mom. And she made a comment of like, I don't know. It was actually my teammates account that they were calling from, but they had my number as well. And they're like, I don't know if your teammates just on vacation or they quit. I'm like, no, it's Saturday. We normally don't work on, we're not, we're like us as like employees, we're not paid to work on Saturday and Sunday, you know, we're paid for Monday and Friday. So if we do stuff on Saturday and Sunday, that's for our business, but we're not getting, you know, quote unquote paid. That's part of our base, but we're not scheduled to work Friday, uh, Saturdays and Sundays. So my teammate doesn't even have his phone on him. And so they're lucky I had mine. But then again, it was like, well, if you're not here, we're not going to use you. And so that's something in the med device space, especially being in a big petro or metropolitan area. Like when I'm with my, like I talk back to people that are back in Iowa, where I'm from, you have a lot of small towns. They have to figure it out. They have to be self-sufficient because they're not always going to have people and they need to do stuff. But like when you're here in a big city, these doctors get to a position where they're like, you know, if you're not here, I'm just not going to use you. I'll just use your competitor. And then they try to handcuff you. And like, especially like with me, when I have two states to cover, plus helping my teammate if we can, because we try to help each other out because we don't have associates, you know, like now you're trying to have that talk of like, well, doc, I can't be at any place, but you're still trying to keep business and grow business. And if these places, which in my territory, they don't like to be, again, just having that talk today, being self-sufficient by themselves and trying to see how you can do it. And it can cause problems. Even Friday, I helped my teammate out, had a case add on. Same time that his case was that I was going to be helping out at. I stopped there. It was supposed to go at noon. Stopped there at 9.30. Showed him how to uh, set up everything. The OR director said, cool, got it. Thank you so much. I told him, FaceTime me or call me, please, before the case so I can make sure you guys are all set up and good to go. She said, will do. 
I get a call at 12.30 getting screamed at by the OR director. My machine's going off. They hooked it up wrong, even though she said she knew it. And she was throwing my name under the bus in front of the doctor saying, you need to be here. How dare you not be here? And then I, she put me on speaker and said, you need to tell the doctor what's going on. And I said, hey, doc, this is they set your equipment up wrong. And I said, I just let the OR director know at 9.30 I showed up there. And she, I showed her where to attach it. She looked at me and said she knew how to do it. And apparently not. And the OR director was like, well, I guess I heard you wrong. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. And so that was a call I'm getting at 1230, getting my butt chewed when I did everything in my power to help them. And then the next thing I'm getting threatened is if you're not here for the next one, we're just kicking you out. I mean, those are those are definitely issues that that, you know, come with having a larger territory like if you're looking at the chat Vinny asked uh you you know what are the pros and cons of having such a large territory and those are definitely some of the cons i i know when i was working both at striker and at olympus in the olympus was a little bit bigger than the striker territory but you you really kind of get screwed if you're really good at your job because yeah. if you don't have any help you have uh, cases that are all going off at the same time. And it really just depends, at least for me, how well the relationship was that you had with the physicians and even better the relationship that you have with the scrub techs. Because if you can get that scrub tech to literally just understand your product forwards and backwards like you understand it, they're going to be the best asset that they can be for that doctor. Whereas when you're not there and then that lets you go focus on your more hard cases or the doctors that have, um, you know, that ego that they definitely want you to be in the OR with them. So you can go and, you know, rub shoulders with them a little bit while some of your other doctors don't see you that often, but then you have to figure out how you're going to make that person feel special. Cause if not, just like we're talking about, somebody's going to come poach your, uh, poach your cases. And this is the talk. Just a perfect point is, you know, like there's a lot of doctors that like one of my doctors used me for six years, knows how to use me, but wants me in the room. When that's my top doctor and does most of the business in my territory, guess who I'm always at? It, that takes me away from growing my own personal business and growing the territory. But it's again, it's like, are you going to like, I'm here's just the thing. I'm not going to find another doctor like that. They're, they're just not in the territory. So I have to sit there and like when, when they kind of are like, I want this and I want that. It's like, you have to be there. Otherwise they're just going to take the competitor and they, and they, and they do. Um, so there's that with it. And then like also for me, some of the cons is I took over the lowest performing territory in the nation. Um, so it's not like I was liked anyway, when I first came here, you know, and, and mine is a very, they've made it rep dependent. For example, just how our business has been ran and our competitors, they show up and say they have to be there. The, the doctors we work with, I want to say are the, some, and again, this is just over broad is like, I want to say are generally the most confident compared to like ortho. You know, where ortho's like, F off, I'm the dude, I've done these surgeries a million times, or I'm the woman, I've done these surgeries a million times, um, compared to like mine, I've had, I've literally had doctors be like, is it done? Is this the right way? And I'm like, doc, legally, I can't say that. Like, that's on you, you went to med school, right? Um, but I just say that because that's where it can get a tough and a hard place is like, I took over a territory that they used to give away free stuff, they used to like make these promises. And it's like, with me growing the territory and again, taking it from lowest performing to not lowest performing and actually having it going when I'm trying to cover two states myself and my teammates trying to cover two states themselves. And again, our competitors have six people just here in Phoenix, you know, our hands are kind of tied. 
Yeah, definitely. And that's why, so Vinny was also asking if uh, we had associate reps and are those the kind of situations that they definitely help out with? And I would say, I so I had an associate rep and another full line partner. And for me, whenever we were using our associate rep, it was as often as possible to pick up reset sets and drop them off wherever they have to go. And then they would cover the easier cases. Yeah. And that's, and that's only because not that they weren't able to go cover a more complex case, but we were running trays all day, every day, and we didn't have couriers or anything like that. So it really just depends on what division you're in and who you're working for on how much help you're going to get. So since we didn't have any, let's say, corporate support, we definitely relied on our associate to do a lot of that legwork that meant going to the sterile processing department, finding all the pieces because they, after us, I'm sure you've seen it after they finish your case, they just chunk everything in there and I don't throw know. it through SPD and then you lose half your shit. I don't know how you do it for ortho, man. Like I, I'm again, I'm minimally invasive. I have hysteroscopes and like we have four pieces, six pieces and almost, I'd say 50% of the time it's wrong. You know, I can't imagine some of these sets that have a hundred pieces. And when you ask yeah. SPD, I'm like, where's it at? They're like, I don't know. What do you mean? Yeah. No, they, they just kind of look at you like you, you go dig yeah, around yeah, yeah. This find is your, it. That's your job. Right. And so like you're saying, like for me being in a minimally invasive for mine, it's like some scopes and a fluid management system. Like, yeah. Like if I had an associate, we talk about this all the time, me and my partner, we, our life would be a lot better because they would be able to cover a majority of our cases here in Phoenix and we could help out each other. And then we could go grow the, the other territories. But that means I would literally be every week in New Mexico. Every week I'd be flying and I'd be there while they're covering. Um, and for example, then you could just take that break, right? If it's a little lighter, I can. I would stay with some of my bigger doctors. I would have them go out and uh, just cover some of the cases that aren't in the territory like or aren't local. And they, I'd make them travel. They'd be on the airplane at nine o'clock at night, not me, you know. And that would mm-hmm. that would be the reality sometimes. And then if then what would happen is then I would warm them up and then let my top doctors know, hey you know, my associate's going to cover the next case or two. They're going to do great. And then that would give me time to go, go out to the new areas that they've been covering, talk to them, discover more. And then again, try to grow that business. And then it's just like, you can, you can use your assets. Again, I would still go pick up my trays uh, because we have not crazy amounts like yourself did. Um, But again, I would be able to do both of that. But again, when I would be getting a call at three o'clock and they're like, Hey, we have a surgery at 7am tomorrow. And you have to stop literally everything you're doing to run a tray to get it over there right away. Cause they don't have it. That'd be an associate doing that. Not me most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, that's, th- those are the things that you're constantly running into. And when people are asking, you know, that question, what, what do associates do? It's literally anything and everything because uh, you could have an entire X fix case coming up and that's an external fixation case coming up and you need to know how to do it. So that's one of the bigger cases that, that happens sometimes in ortho and it involves a lot of different pieces and you need to be studied up because what if your partner is already stuck in another case and you have to go start that case for him? So a lot of times too, that's what we would do with our associate reps is they would go start cases and get everything set up at the back table with the with the scrub tech and then we would show up or like I would show up or my other partner would show up and relieve them to essentially either go start another case or go pick up sets. And that's what we were doing. It's just back. Like they were filling in for us to get started, you know, cause as if you've ever been in a case, dude, it takes 
like an hour before you're even getting started for your, for your piece. And that's even if it was like, if your piece is the only piece, I was going to say straight into your piece. Yeah. So. And it matters turnover. So I would, everything with SPD and, you know, like, uh, especially like I say this all the time, my case is super quick. You know, my cases take 15, 20 minutes half the time. It takes more time to set up than it does to do the cases but like sometimes i'll have a turnover and i've been at hospitals it takes an hour and a half to have them turn over all that turnover means is to clean the room and make it ready for the next patient and then i've been at other hospitals it takes 20 minutes um and so that can be a lot of your waiting time there and then again like you said if your scrub tech knows or doesn't know and and bigger thing what attitude they have with it you know like if they don't know that's okay but some of them are like hey let's do this and some of them i have them they're like i freaking hate your stuff have you, have you ever used it before? No, but I just freaking hate it. And I'm like, all right, well, here we go. Yeah, and here we go. This is going to be one of those. <laughs> it's time time to make you you know, feel like you have all the power, but I'm going to figure out how to sell you regardless. Yep, exactly. Well, and this is the thing. I, wa- I do want to touch on this. Um, coming from construction, because people ask me that. They think it's all sunshine and rainbows, right? And a lot of times you'll be facing not just doctors, but like scrub techs and nurses that just are not happy people like straight up. I was in a case last week, walked into a, one of my accounts and the nurse comes in. And the first thing they say, what the fuck? I hate this place. They're like, Oh my God, I hate these surgeries. This can sucks. Like every other word was the F bomb out of her mouth. And she was like the most negative person. And I'm like, okay, that's who I'm working with today. And so again, that's like being able to talk with them. But the thing I just say that I try to do this again, I'm still working on it because we all have our flaws Um, kill them with kindness. You know, I just try to be the happy go lucky dude. And I will say this first six months, really super easy. I was brand new into this territory and it was easy. I'll be honest, being a year and a half in. And again, some people will be like, Oh, that's only a year and a half. But when you go through some of the crap and you have to like be a little tougher, sometimes you cannot be as kill them with kindness right away. And what I've learned is kind of where I was going with that is construction workers. Um, if you've ever worked construction, they're going to just put you down and talk trash to you and they'll make fun of you until you throw the gloves off and say, let's fight. And then once you mm-hmm. say, let's fight, then they're like, what's up, dude. And they're still calling you names, but you earn their <laughs> respect. And so what I mean by that is I've had to learn that in the OR. If they're coming at you with punches, sometimes you like, again, you try to be nice, but then they'll be like, they have the power. Right. And they think they're, Oh, this rep doesn't know anything. And so sometimes you got to put them right back in their place. And it's like, yeah. All right. Like, Hey, I'm here to help, but you're not going to walk over me. You like what I just say this, I'll share this quick story. One of my, my uh, field sales trainer, actually, he uh, walked in, he's from New York. So give you a little background, New York. And he walked into a case and um, the, the scrub tech comes in and he's like, you stupid mother, you idiot. What are you doing? And, uh, and he's like, you don't know anything. And my rep doesn't know who this guy is. He's just like, it's a new hospital. And so my rep had to be like, you better shut the fuck up and you better watch who you're talking to because you don't know who the fuck I am. And I've never met you before. And I say that because that scrub tech came in all guns a blazing my, uh, again, New York, but then my field sales trainer said that to him. The guy shut his mouth and earned his respect right away. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. He's like, I don't care what you did or didn't know. You don't come in here talking to me like that. And like, I get, yeah, that's so I just say that again, that's not to be like, go out of your way to be a dick because you got to be nice. Like I try to be as nice as I can to all my accounts and be everyone, but something to be aware of when you guys are breaking into this uh, world is 
you know, it's not like you walk in and everyone's like, the reps here, yes, you're the best. I love you. Um, you you hope for those and you pray for them. I have one account that, that happened to me last week and it's like you walk out with a big heart. And you're like, yes, this, this job rocks. But I would say 90% of the time, it's like, what are you doing here? Oh my God, like I hate your stuff, at least for my uh, stuff. Again, taking over the lowest <laughs> performing territory. So again, you just have to take it with a grain of salt. I was going to say, uh, that's funny because, so so we talked about last time how, you know, had I had, I guess, like my first device role being a little bit more your style where you're, you're getting to kind of work on your own. You don't have anybody over yep. your shoulder. I had my senior rep um, taught me my ways and everything, but it was the complete opposite when it came to surgery centers and scrub techs for me, man. It was like, oh shit, here are the boys, you know, and you're walking in and everybody's so excited and the, everybody's asking you how your day is going. There was like 90% of my ORs were 100% Dude, excited I want, to see I want me. your division. I want that territory. <laughs> I joke around like we talked about last time. One of the first, uh, I went to the, actually the where I just said the nurse was super negative. The first time I ever showed up there for a case, I walked in and the, the nurse was like, what the hell are you doing here? And I was like, um, I'm here for the case well, we don't like you. We like your competitor better. And I was like, all right, sorry, but my product's on the board. So I'm here to help. <laughs> well, where, and uh, she's like, well, where's the train? I'm like, well, you guys own it. Did you pull it? <laughs> oh my God. No, we didn't pull it. And so then I, I had to go pull it. And again, I didn't even know where I was going because it's my first time. And then again, I was just yeah. such a pain in their butt because I came to do my job. Yeah, I mean, and and I could definitely see why, you know, in that OR setting, you would be looked at as the person like, why the fuck is this person here? Or like me having my senior rep, you know, basically holding my hand everywhere <laughs> I went. He's like, oh, that's Tommy over there. That's Lynn. It's like whenever whenever you're working with this doctor, he's got size seven glove hands. Go go make sure you grab those gloves. <laughs> and dude, like we had profiles for all the doctors and i and he still even though he had them he was like oh they're all up here you got to write that shit down and i'm like motherfucker so i'm like sitting there trying yes. to memorize everything but but literally like the the 180 to to your experience because it would be like hey pierre would you mind going and grabbing this set for me and obviously that's not my job but i'm like yeah sure yeah. i'm on my way and i'd go and grab that set and because i had somebody show me where that shit was I was able to, you know, be resourceful and helpful. Whereas it sucks that you have to come in to an account that already doesn't like you and then have to ask where you can find stuff because uh, Vinny asking the question, you know, the reputation of reps among hospital staff, like it really depends on who your precursor yeah, was because and mine was not good. It, it was the lowest it, performing territory in the nation. <laughs> uh, they're like, I haven't seen someone exactly. in two years. What are you doing here? And uh, yeah, that's, and that's where like what you're saying I still do those same things, right? I know all my doctor's glove size. I do that. But it was just like, I hadn't learned that. You know what I mean? Like nobody told me. Yeah. It was just like trial and error and figure it out and talking to like people like yourself and learning that. So maybe I should write it down for myself and how can I be a resource? But yeah, like, yeah, there's no hand Like, and I say this all the time. I've met my manager once. I've been in my position a year and a half. They're like, the only other person I know is my teammate. And like, he helped, he trained me basically. And if it wasn't for him, you know, like, it would have been even sink and swim even more like no guidance at all. So like it was just kind of like figure it out and somehow we did or we're here now. 
Yeah. And I would say like for, for people starting off in territories like Jacob did, one of your best friends at every single place is going to be um, somebody in SPE yep. because they're going to at least show you around and they don't get a lot of people talking to them. And depending on your company, and you should be able to go buy them a lunch or something because you can do an in-service. You really focus on that is they're very underappreciated human beings. They are mm-hmm. like, I say this cause this is the most important. They have probably one of the crappiest jobs. Don't probably make a lot of money and they are one of the most crucial parts to surgery because if they don't do it correctly, which I've had done where someone messed up, you can't use it. And so then again, what happens is they get pissed off reps coming in, yelling at them. If they lose stuff, they get yelled at. And again, you guys got to remember is a lot of times these people are like entry level. Like I, I know people who personally, you know, my ex, her sister did it. It's like, she just got into it and she was in it for six to eight months. And it's like, they just get treated like crap and probably making 14 bucks an hour or 16 bucks an hour to just be washing stuff and getting yelled at. And so with SPD, always just kill them with kindness, man, because they are one of the biggest, they will make or break you. Um, especially when you're in ortho, Mm -hmm. if they love you, the best friends, but if they hate you and you have a bad relationship with them, they can make or break your career. Because even with me, the time it happened, I did it with a new surgeon who was trying to, I was trying to convert their business. Uh, they got they hired a new person a new person forgot to put a sticker on the clean um scopes and because of that they were wouldn't allow us to use it that just cost me that doctor it's i mean it's a it's a huge i love how you said they're under appreciated because it's it's really easy for somebody like us to build a relationship there so that you can start getting into your account a little bit easier. And then the next person that you should definitely, everybody wants to make a relationship with this person, but you need to throw yourself in on that book list too. And that's the materials manager because that person, they do all the inventory. A lot of the times they're the ones that are signing the PO that they're emailing to you so that you can get paid. So if you're not creating a relationship with with that person, uh, with the materials manager, that's what's wild is they will... If you create if you create a great relationship with them, they'll walk you through that whole hospital. They will show you everywhere you need to go and give you all the notes that you need to be successful. But again, everybody's and trying to reach out. The biggest thing is with them, if you create the right relationship with them, like with my accounts right now, I'll show up randomly just to make sure, hey, I just want to make sure you guys are fully stocked. Just want to make sure you guys are good because I know you got a lot going on right now. Every single time, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Like, and again, it's not me trying to get more sales. Like sometimes I'm like, Hey, you guys need to order like four or five more things. Um, but they just, because when you're just going there and being a resource, you're not trying to make money. You just make yourself a relationship with them first. It goes a long way. And the one thing I do want to touch on an SPD man is, you know, I've, I've gotten a couple giant POs because what people sometimes forget is SPD gets a budget. So I got, you know, $20,000 worth of scope spot because I made friends with the uh, SPD supervisor, talked to them. They had all the old stuff, made a relationship, worked through them about six months and got a PO. And so that was a PO. And I talked to my manager and she's like, I've never heard of anyone going through SPD and getting a PO. And it was just like me, everybody I met, just made a relationship, talked to, see how I can be a resource. And again, you learn and under and, and, undis- and you discover like, hey, oh, you guys have a $50,000 uh, budget or you, oh, you get a pretty big budget for capital here. Um, did you guys know this is needed? You know, like 
again, not trying to force your way in, but all I mean is like when you're going in, I, cause I went in there and I made a, I did in services. I went out of my way. I went into all my accounts with SPD and I was like, can I do an in service for you guys? Hey, I'm the new rep. I just want to introduce myself and just, again, try to be a resource to everybody you're talking to. Definitely. And I mean that dude, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because on top of that, when you're creating that relationship with SPD, so not only do they have their own budget, but when you're selling to them, you're selling them something that's going to help reduce the amount of work that yep. they have to do. So by, by Jacob selling them more scopes, that means less time for reprocessing and turnaround because they already have another one yep. on the shelf. So it's not as if when that case finishes, they immediately have to go grab that scope, get it cleaned and get it sterilized and whatever processes that they have to do. And you having that conversation with the supervisor, you're like, hey, this is going to save you guys time. Now you can focus on these other sets because you're going to have an extra scope. And There's extra actually this, less, and that, that. Like my selling points, less equipment. The other scopes had three inserts, four inserts. Our new ones had two. I was like, it just has two pieces. Super easy to clean um, for you guys. And then also the doctors are going to love it because they've been using it. I brought some in and they love it. You know, like this is going to make them happier as well. Who would you say? Let's give one more nugget. Who else would you say we should make a relationship? You know, I've always 100% materials manager, SPD. Um, and then whoever your coordinator is, um, I think is going to be your number one friend. Because I, I say this all the time. I've, I work with my coordinators. And let me just make this very clear to everybody who's out there. There are some people who go above and they're beyond in their work. And there's other people who I don't even know how the hell they have a job um, because they don't do any of their work. And so that's just like, you need to make friends with these people because they are the people you're going to be directly with. And, and I'll just be straight up in my territory, 90% of them push them if I'm not there or they get a case that's just a, a freebie, they just give it to my competitor, right? So I have to make my mm -hmm. relationship with them. And, and again, it doesn't happen overnight. I've been in here a year and a half and it's still like, you know, they're trying, like I've had, I've walked in, I have the thing in scheduled and they changed it on me right? Um, because they wanted to. So it, but I think your coordinator who you're working with, whether it's, you know, ortho, you know, whatever it's going to be, you need to be making that relationship and just communicate with them. Like all I do is text and email. If I find something out and they let me know, I'm just like, thank you so much. Thanks for letting me know. Um, because the surgery scheduler is supposed to do that. Um, a lot of times they'll let you know about cases. Sometimes they slip. Like for even right now I have one of my offices with my top docs, uh, they're replaced. So right now I've got no emails about the last three weeks about cases. So my GYN coordinator has been talking to me and I'm like, Hey, you're the rock star. I wouldn't know about this if I did it. And the person previously in their position missed on about four. And then I got a call from a pissed off nurse. Mm -hmm. Where the hell are you at? And then I called the coordinator and I was like, Hey, like I just got a call from a pissed off employee of your staff because nobody let me know about this case. And that's, and that was their job. And so again, I did that. And then I had to have a talk of like, oh, you came off aggressive because, and this is, and let me just be straight up. The reason people say I come off aggressive is because I call them out when they don't do their job and now they feel attacked. And then they're, they're very yeah. like, again, I just say this all the time. I hate wimps, but I hate people who play the victim card and like wimpy. I'm like, you suck at your job. And I don't say that to them straight, but like, that's been a lot of times, but I, I could tangent on this all day, but yes, you're, 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 uh, your uh, coordinators for your, I think are a big help and surgery schedulers. Yeah. I was going to say uh, for, for me, my nugget hopping onto that one was going to be the scheduler at 
yeah. the doctor's office because that person as well, if you're able to build that relationship, they're going to let you know when your case is coming up. You build a really good relationship. They're going to let you know when your competitor's cases are coming up so that you can hopefully, you know, swoop one or two of those or go meet your doctor right prior to that case and see what you can do about maybe flipping the next And they'll case. let you know. There's, there's endless and possibilities. They'll let you, like if they like you, like I had one, uh, unfortunately, this is the thing that stinks. The the place that just tried to kick me out or did kick me out, whatever happened. Um, my surgery scheduler just left. So I have no relationship with anybody in the office because I've tried to, but like they've had higher turnover. So now I'm going to have to fly out there, but like they would let me know, Hey, there's a new rep for your competitor. They're trying to get the doctors. This doctor's actually considering them. You need to come out here. Right. Or there'll be like, like you just said, Hey, they're considering it or like, Hey, this is what the last rep did wrong. This is what we'd like to see. And that was actually a question I actually had. I asked. So that's something to think about when you guys are first, I, I would go to all my new accounts and I, or all my accounts cause they were all new to me. And I said, Hey, I'm the new rep. I'm here with a clean slate and I want to make sure that we do everything. What was, uh, something that you didn't like from the last rep and what is something that you would really like to see from me to make this a successful relationship? That's always good. It's always good. To, you know, it's rapport building. You're just trying to, you really are trying to make that relationship because if they are willing to be somebody that's going to help you out, it's going to help you be successful. There's budgets within your limits too, to be able to take them some lunches, breakfast, uh, coffee and and specifically just them because they are one of your calling points so you are able to go and do that and kind of build that relationship that way and we had another question and i wanted to ask you because um mine mine varied between all three of my roles like how much computer work do you yeah so have? mine i'd probably say like maybe 10 percent um with with reporting okay uh, again because like with even with mine i'm always dealing with customer service we're all on back orders like everybody um dealing with that, put making sure my sales are getting input. Like if I do a scrub PO where I, like if I go to a place that they don't own it, I have to put the sales in manually. Um, so they get put in and then, you know, forecasting new opportunities. Um, and then also like for us, because we're a large company, which I know you had as well, HR, uh, I just did three classes today where it's like, you have to like keep up on your trainings for your company. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say like it, it ranged between like that 10% that you're talking about where at Striker, after every single case, um, I was sending out a, a PO request for all the all the products that we were using. Um, and even that was for places that own their own sets because I just needed to let them know I'm not PO in it, but they are they need to request from us the replacements because if not, they're not going to yeah. get any replacements. Um, so I would say like that, I felt like that was the most amount of com computer work or I guess iPad work that I had to do just cause you had to do that after every single case. And then now in biotech, like probably like 30%, it's probably at a higher frequency now, just because, uh, it's not necessarily, I would say computer work in the sense of forecasting and shit like that, but it's a lot of you keeping up with your CRM yeah. and, who did who did you last talk to? What did you last do? Because at, at these larger companies, it's not necessarily all about what it is you're doing. They do want to see that, but it's more about if you leave, how good is the information that you're putting in for that next person to come in 
and pick 100%. up where you left off. Yeah, and I and I an expense reporting. I forgot to put that. That is always at the fun at the end of the month. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't want to forget about that. Yeah, God forbid. I had a seventy-person lunch, and my company requires that you put More everybody's same, name in. Same. Whereas at Striker, I just had to put the physicians and uh, a number for how many other people. So like if they weren't an HCP, well, my favorite too is like, they're always like, oh, and, you put, like if 70 people, well, let me just tell you 70 people don't show up and 70 people sure as hell don't write their name down. If you, even if you have a sign in sheet. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I always laugh because it's like half the time you're just trying to make stuff up, like make a name up because like you don't really have it, especially when you're at that higher volume. Yeah. You're, you're constantly working with like their office manager. A list of the get, names. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I know you have it. No, I don't. How yeah, do you, how do you not, not have a list? Who works like here, yeah. seriously? Take ten. Where's your HR? <laughs> Let me talk to your HR. <laughs> One hundred, dude. So uh, that's the forty-five minutes. I don't want to, you know, run these too long, just so that we can keep bringing up more yeah. information. But uh, anything else? What do you, you have? Anything uh, else to say? No, nah, this is fun, man. This, this yourself, all I gotta honey. say is I get so excited <laughs> to come here um, and, and just. I get unfiltered, right? Like we, we each have our own podcast. We do our own spin. Mine's more like, you know, Hey, how'd you break in and, and doing that. But like, I keep it more like, Hey, asking questions and, and I get a positive and upbeat. And that's, again, I'm, I, I am an, a positive and upbeat person. I try to be that, but I also do just tell people like, I've had probably four people the last week be like, man, you're pretty stressed. And it's because like, it's just because I have a bunch of shit going on where it's like, I'm not getting help from my company. I'm not getting help from uh, the, my accounts half the time I have accounts trying to kick me out. I've gotten yelled at four times in the last week by, you know, going out of my way to help them. And then when I have helped them and give them every resource to be successful, when I physically can't be there, they don't take it. And then they're running my name in the dirt and yelling at me. It's like, it can, only, it like just wears and tears on you. And that's where it's like, I tell people when I first came in, it's like, yeah, baby, like I'm already. And then it's like, I'm way faster to be like, you better watch your face like before you come at me that way because let's check one, two, three, everything I've done. Um, and so that's just like, you know, something I have to keep on myself, uh, check myself. But I just say that to everybody, you know, like med device is great. It's a great industry, but like we've said it a million times, everyone thinks it's sunshine and rainbows, making millions of dollars, hanging out with doctors and doing that. It's literally the exact opposite. It's like, I, I say this to people because people ask me what my job's like. 90% of me is dealing with assholes. Like that's just my job. <laughs> people who don't want to see me and don't want anything to do with me. I have the 10% of like my top accounts that like love me and they're great. But most of the time, especially in my territory, I've talked to other people in other territories and they're like, no, I don't have that experience. But in my territory, I'm personally in, it's not like, hey, great to have you. It's like, what are you doing here? And it's like, that's my life. And again, I, I took over. I knew what I was taking over. Um, but it's just something, you know, just to everybody out there, go in with realistic ex expectations, be happy, um, make a difference because I do. And I've had a lot of positive impact being happy all the time. But also, you will have to learn when you do break in. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta lay down, uh, you gotta just stay on your ground, because otherwise, the people will run all around you. Yeah, definitely. I, I would say, I'd say every day, you know, it ends and, and just get ready for the next one. Um, there's definitely going to be the good and the bad, a lot of bad when it comes to, when it comes to the industry. And it, it, it's because 
the amount of people that you have to put up with. It, it's not you just going in and dealing with a doctor. There's <laughs> if so that much was my life, my life would be amazing. Medical sales. Every single life. If my life was just dealing with my doctors and being in the surgeries with them, 100%, this would be the best job in the world. And, and again, I still like it. I'm not saying yeah. it's a horrible job, but it's like that is literally maybe 5% of my time. 95% is not dealing with my doctors and dealing with all that. It's dealing with literally everybody else. Um, and then, like we said, two things. I'll just plug real quick. Again, uh, if you guys are interested, new to medical device sales, I, I was a personal trainer. And now I, I got four job offers from top 30 medical device sale companies. And now I'm a territory manager for one of the top companies in the world. I don't state them. You can look at my LinkedIn um, just to protect myself. And then lastly... I said this to one of our new reps that just got hired. It all matters until it doesn't matter. And all that means is one day I was stressed. I was like, holy crap, there's just so much. And then I was like, if I got in a car accident and died, they'd replace me in three weeks. So everything's important until it's not. So you just work hard, do your best, and then live your life. Definitely. And with that segue, I mean, I think I think we're solid for the next one because uh, time with the doctors versus everything else. I mean, I think that's a, that's something that a lot yeah. of people want to know about and, and nobody, nobody believes it, you know, nobody believes the amount of time that you're doing so many other things compared to actually being in the OR. So we can definitely Let's jump that. into that one and, you know, talk I some like bullshit it. on that, but everybody, thank you for tuning in. Uh, again, this is medical sales unfiltered. Let us know what your questions are. We love to answer them. We are definitely not the experts, but we got a lot of experience. Thanks. So, Later, guys.